Tzadi Aleph. Okay, but we're up to the bottom word on Tzadi Amud Beis. We're starting the new Mishnah. If somebody's in Einid, somebody unfortunately lost one of the close relatives, and therefore they're not able to take part in the carbon Pesach because they're already Osek the Mitzvah. They're already involved in another Mitzvah of a or a person's involved in uncovering. Uh, um, if excuse me. If there's an earthquake or something, a building falls down, people are trapped, um, and somebody's working to get people out. So you're Isaac B'mitzvah, you're involved in a mitzvah. So you're not able to partake in a carbon Pesach. Somebody who they promised will leave a prison. A sick person, an elderly person, they're able to eat a kezayis, as long as they're able to partake of the carbon Pesach, they have the capabilities, the teeth, the, the um, strength, all these people are permitted to be included in the Karban Pesach, okay? Because, um, we'll, we'll get into the, uh, the various reasons as to why they're allowed. Akulam, by the Ainain, the person trying to help others from the rubble, the guy in prison, the sick person, the elderly person, and all them ain't We're not going to shech the carbon pesach just for them, but we're going to include them in a group. Yeah, because something might happen, and they may not able be able to ultimately partake in the carbon pesach. But uh, we'll include them in a chabura with other people. They're not going to mess up a chabura. Lefikach, therefore, says the Mishnah. If a psal happens to any of them before Pesach, they don't need to bring a Pesach Sheni because they already were included in the Karban. Except for somebody who is clearing away in a, uh, a pile as a rescue mission. Okay? Because whenever you have that, you're going to have to assume that this guy who's Isaac B'mitzvah Usually in situations like that, you're going to find dead bodies and you're going, there's a chazaka. Even if you're trying to rescue some people, if there's an earthquake and a building falls down, you're going to find dead bodies, you're going to ultimately become Tame Mace. And therefore, there's a major, major chiddush over here. Even though he's permitted to be included in a chavura for a karbam Pesach, if it comes out that he takes Tame and not able to eat it, he will still have to bring a Pesach Sheni. It's as if the carbon was was not brought for him in the first place, okay? So to recap, the beginning of our Mishnah, we said we gave a list of an Onain, somebody lost a close relative, somebody who's trying to, who's on a rescue mission, or either called a rescue or recovery, trying to just recover bodies, or somebody who's promised that they're going to leave a prison before Pesach, or an elderly person who could eat a Kezayis, or a sick person who could eat a Kezayis, all these people are permitted to be in a chabura, but you don't shech the carbon specifically for them. That was the Mishnah, and now let's begin the Gemara, nine lines from the top of Tzadi Aleph, Amar Aleph. Tanu, Amar Rab. Bar Huna, Amar Bechem. Rabbi Bar Huna says the name of Bechem. This is true, that you can't shech specifically for somebody who's in prison by non-Jews. You could include him in the Chabur, but you can't shecht only for such, uh, for such an individual. Okay? That's uh, talking about a, a, 
mess in a prison of Avaidus Kachav. Abu Beis Asurim Yisrael. But if a person is in a Jewish Beis Asurim, Shaykhdim Bifneyatsma, if they're promised to be let out, we're going to make sure that they are let out. Okay? Now, we're in the world, we're all going to ask, where do you find the concept of prison? Where do you find the concept of prison? In the Torah, right? How do you, how you going to have a guy in a Jewish prison? So there were times where a Bezdin would create a prison in order to coerce, either to protect society, okay, if somebody, um, if somebody uh, is a, a threat to the, the greater community, or sometimes if they were concerned, if they were in the middle of uh, working through a case, and they were concerned that the guy might end up running away, um, sometimes they would keep, you know, they would keep a, a person, there wasn't like a prison system, they would keep somebody, um, you know, uh, under custody, we'll say, in order to ensure that they don't leave. Once they promise, they'll surely let him go. Ultimately, you didn't do what is right. And if they said that by tonight you'll be out to eat the government Pesach, they can be relied upon. This that we said uh, that we're dealing with a non Jewish prison, this is dealing with outside uh, base Pagi. This is dealing with uh, an area outside the walls of Beis Pagi. Beis Pagi was outside Yerushalayim. But if it was inside the walls of Beis Pagi, guess why? Because his prison could be inside Yerushalayim. If it's inside the Beis Pagi, even if it's a non-Jew, let's say the Romans, right? They, we still have the Beis Abikdash. Romans were there. They put a Yid into prison. So Gavaldik. So even if he's within the prison boundaries, he may very well be capable of partaking in the Korban Pesach. And therefore, if they tell him that he's going to leave today, um, you're allowed to include him. Why? Because even if they back out on their word, there still remains the additional chance of even being able to eat inside the prison. Period. End of that, dis- that discussion of that part of the mission. Next part of the mission, we said, Lefikach, therefore, an era. If something happens to them, one of these people, and let's say they become Tomei, for example, the Onain, right? He's not allowed to partake of the carbon Pesach because he's got a close relative and needs to be buried. Okay, well, they do the burial before Pesach. So now he's allowed to partake of the carbon Pesach. But what if he becomes Tomei? So we said he's not allowed to eat the carbon Pesach, but he still does not have Pesach Sheni. Since at the time that the carbon was shechted, he was included in the Chaburah. Amar Rabbah Barachan, Amar Rebbechan, Rabbah Barachan says in Rebbechan, Yishanu Ela Gal Ogul. We're dealing with a Gal Ogul. Alright? Um, a Gal Ogul is referring to uh, the rescue mission guy where he's looking for bodies and the way that he's finding bodies is by stepping over them. He has to step over the bodies and therefore there's a very strong chance going to become Tommy Abu Gal Aruch. But let's say when you have a long wall of destruction, because we could say, listen, if he didn't, if he only found a dead body later on after this man of Shechita, so we know that at the time of Shechita he was still tar. If you have like tons of rubble, okay, and you're picking through and going deeper and deeper and deeper, and finally down on bottom you might find a, a body. So then, really, the entire time you were tummy. 
because you were on top of a body. You just didn't know it at the time. But if we're dealing with a long row of rubble, and you're searching along, and then finally, at, let's say that you're part of a chabur that shechted their carbon at 2 p.m., and you found a dead body because you're on a rescue mission at 4.30, you know you became tummy at 4.30, you were tahar at 2 o'clock, hence the carbon was shechted at the time the carbon was shechted at 2 o'clock, you were still tahar, and you fulfilled your chiv. You're not going to have a Pesach Shini. We learned in a brisa similarly. Tani We learned in a brisa similarly. Reb Shimon ben Benoi the son of Yechman Breka says, the person who is clearing away the rubble in order to find save a person or to find bodies, Itim Potter. Sometimes he is Potter from a Pesach Sheni. Itim Chayim. Sometimes he's still obligated to Pesach Sheni. Ketzad, for example, what's the case? Gal Ogul. If you have Gal Ogul, literally means it's round. But we're re- referring to a pile where it's deep. Okay? And therefore, you may be on top of the dead body now without even knowing it. But interest Tuma Taktav, and later on, you found Tuma underneath it, Chayiv. You're going to be Chayiv and bringing uh, Pesach Sheni because we'll say that even at the time that you were higher up in the pile, you were Tame, just you didn't know it. But Galoruch, if it's longer. Right, and you started out at one place, and now you find the, the body further down. So, we'll say that at the time of the actual slaughtering, he was Tahar, hence he fulfilled the mitzvah of bringing the carbon Rishon, the, the carbon Pesach, and there's not going to be a Chiv, an obligation to bring Pesach Sheni. Period. Next mission. We don't shecht a carbon pesach for one person. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Okay? And we can only imagine what Rabbi Yehuda's uh, reasoning is. Okay? So we're a- actually going to find an interesting Xeris HaKosiv. We would think because you're setting yourself up for an Avera, right? You know, how many people could eat a whole sheep and a whole goat, right? But interestingly, he's going to bring a, a pasuk, okay? Okay, so inshallah pesach aliyaki. Now let's shecht the pesach for one person. Rabbi Yaisi says, no problem. No problem. If one guy needs a Pesach, we'll shech the Pesach for him. Even if you have 100 people, if they are not able to eat a Kezayis, we do not shech a Karban Pesach for them. He holds, according to Rabbi Yaisi, it depends on people's ability to, t- to, to have from the carbon Pesach, okay? So let's say if you have 100 people registered for a carbon, and because there's 100 people on it, they're each only going to get uh, 75 kezesim of meat out of this carbon, and 100 people, no good, because nobody can partake of the carbon Pesach. One person who can partake will be a kosher carbon. The Ein Eisen Chaburas Nashim Babadim we also don't make a Chabura of women, avodim, and kitanim. Okay? Now this seems to be strictly for them, and the Gemara is going to clarify this as well, that we're just saying, uh, we'll, we'll give the svar, we're gonna, Gemara is going to bring the logic as to why you can't make a chabura that does not include men. So, okay, let's review this Mishnah outside for ourselves, let's, to wrap our heads around what's going on. First part of the Mishnah is a machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yehuda says you're not allowed to shech the carbon for one person. Rabbi Yaisi says yes, you can, 
because as long as people can partake in the right amount of a carbon, they you could shecht for them. So Rabbi Yossi says you you can shecht for one person. You may do that a hundred people. If they can't have a kazayas, you then you would not shecht for a hundred people. Finally, the Mishnah says you don't make a group strictly of women avodim evakananis. Okay, and evakanani and ketanim. Tana rabbanon zokti gemar. The rabbis learn so shui. For one person. Again, this is Rabbi Yehuda. Tamar says, You shouldn't shock the carbon Pesach in one. Rabbi Yehuda says, Not only does it mean one uh, one place, it also means one person. Rabbi Yehuda says, No. If you have one person and he's able to eat it. Now, this Rashi clarifies it doesn't mean that you're able to eat the whole carbon. It means that you're able to eat one kezayis. As long as this one person can eat a kezayis, no problemo. You're good to go. Asara, ve'in yechayin lochle. Let's say you have ten people, but they're not going to be able to eat it. No one, none of them are able to eat a kezayis, either because it's not enough, they don't have teeth, whatever. Ain't shech lame, you don't shech for them. Rabbi Yehuda, who said that you're not allowed to shech for one person, brought a pasuk. He felt that word achad was extra, and therefore it's telling me you're not allowed to shech for one person. Okay? So the Rebbe has a backup. He has a backup verse. What's Rebbe Yossi going to do with his Pasuk? The Gemara says, Rebbe Yossi uses the word ba'achad according to Rebbe Shimon. Tana learned the advice of Shimon Omer. Shimon says, Hey, no, somebody shechted a carbon pesach on a bama in his backyard. Now, what's a bama? A bumba was, we'll call it a private mizbeach. There was an era of time when Klal Yisrael was permitted to have a private mizbeach in their backyard. Okay? The Rabbanon ultimately abolished that, and um, that only lasted for uh, a, a very limited period of time when there was no central place for people to bring their karbanas. Nowadays, when it was not allowed to have a, a uh, private bumba, a private uh, altar, in their backyard. Sir Shimon says that what would be during the era when it's usher, if somebody were to do that, Shahubalai to say that it's an Avera Tamalamar, we said, now let us shek the carbon pesach in one of your cities, referring to your backyard. Okay? Not referring to one individual, referring to an individual Mizbeach. Rather, you must bring it to the public Mizbeach, which is in the central place where the Mishkan is set up, or in Yerushalayim. Yachalayim, I think, that this would even be true during Heter Abamas. If the Pasuk says that you're not allowed to do it in one of your uh, in one of your homes, so then I would think like this. Ready? Even during the era when a private Bama was allowed, particularly for a Karban Pesach, maybe I shouldn't be allowed to do that. Because the Pasuk says... So maybe the Torah is excluding a carbon Pesach from the general uh, permission. Only time it's usher to bring your carbon Pesach in the backyard is when everybody else is doing it publicly. But if everybody else is not doing it publicly, when they're not all walking through the same gate, Taka would be allowed to bring a carbon Pesach on your own private bum. Okay? So very good. So you have a Pasuk. 
Rav Yehuda is using the Pasuk of Ba'achad to teach me that you can't shach the Karban Pesach for one person. Rabbi Yaisi used the Pasuk to teach me you're not allowed to shach the Karban Pesach in your private backyard on a private bama when, it's, when uh, that wasn't allowed. Rabbi Yehuda Haimin Ali say, how's Rabbi Yehuda who uses the word Ve'echad to teach me you can't do it for one person? How does he know this whole halacha of a private bama? He learns out both. He says you can learn out both trashes from the word According to Rabbi Yaisi, how does he know that Rabbi Shimon is more correct than Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Shimon used the word to teach me you can't do it on a private bum. Rabbi Yehuda used the word to teach me you can't shakta for one person. Why is Rabbi Yaisi more comfortable following Rabbi Shimon's interpretation and not Rabbi Yehuda's interpretation? Amr Lach, Rabbi Yaisi will say, No, I'll tell you why it's a mistake. It says, Each man according to what he eats. What does Ish mean? Ish means a man. Now it seems that you're allowed to carbon Pesach for one man. If the Torah tells me you're allowed to Pesach, then it doesn't make any sense to say that Be'echad is telling me you can't shech for one person. There would be a contradiction in Pesukim. Ishlif Be'echad would be telling me you can, you may shech for uh, one person. And uh, and uh, not to shech, Be'echad would teach me you can't. It would end up with a contradiction in Pesukim. The Mela, he says, I prefer to follow Reb Shimon's shot, which is not going to lead me to a contradiction. Rami le Rav Okva Mefrishna, the Rav of Okva, the son of Chinina, uh, of Parishna asked a Rami, asked a contradiction to Rav. He says like this Does Rav Yudah talk a hold that you're not allowed to shech the carbon Pesach for one person? Is that really true? He says, I don't understand. The beginning of our Mishnah says you can't shech the carbon Pesach. But there's a problem because we learned that Isha, or Isha and Shechtin Allah the first night of uh, uh, for a carbon Pesach, okay. We can, we may, shech the carbon Pesach for one woman. Ubasheni, but for Pesach Sheni, Then, she needs to be in a group with other people, different Rabbi Yehuda. So I understand. Gavaldi Kakasha. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, shech the carbon Pesach for one person. Elsewhere, Rabbi Yehuda says, you're allowed to shech the carbon Pesach for a woman. One woman. What's going on? It's a contradiction, Rabbi Yehuda. Omar Lay, so Rabbi says back to him, don't understand Rabbi Yehuda's statement that you're allowed to shech the Karban Pesach for her alone. Rather, what it means is, you're allowed to shech a Karban Pesach for a group of only women by a Pesach Risha. And you could have 20 women joining together for a group. But by Pesach Sheni, they need to be included in a group of men. That's the vart. That's the idea. Omar Lay, Sir Avukva Bachinna says back, Is it really true that for a Pesach Rishon, you're allowed to make a group of 20 women and no men including the Karman Pesach? We learned in Mishnah, You're not allowed to make a group of Nashim Avodim Bukatanim. That's the safe of our Mishnah. You're not allowed to make a group. My love, notion the chudai of avodim chudai gadan the chudai. It doesn't mean you can't make a group of only women. You can't make a group of only avodim, and you can't make a group 
of only Kitanim. So how can Rabbi Yehuda argue on the Mishnah? I'm sorry, how can Rabbi Yehuda say that we're dealing with a carbon, you're allowed to make a carbon when you're shechting only for women? Amalei, Rabbi responded, no, you're making a mistake. When we say in the Mishnah that you can't shecht for Noshim, Avodim, and Kitanim, it doesn't mean separately. Rather, it means Noshim, Ve'avodim, Uketanim. Noshim, Avodim, Yishum, Tiflis. You're not allowed to make a group of all them combined. Okay? Why can't you make a group of all them combined? Noshim, of Noshim, Avodim, and Kitanim, Noshim, Avodim, Yishum, Tiflis. Okay? Women and these Evakananis because of Tiflis, what we call Pritzis, immorality. Ketanim v'avodim and ketanim and avodim also mishom pritzusu because of mishkav zocher. Yeah? Because uh, of even male-to-male relations. In other words, the Evid Kanani are not so trusted when it comes to the women and the children. And Mamela, you're not allowed to make a group of all three of them combined without any men there. However, to make a group only of women will be allowed. Gavaldik, we're now up to the second word on Daftzadi Aleph, Omud, Gufa. A piece of a previously quoted Bryce. Isha. To shech the cup of Pesach for a lady. For a Pesach Rishon, we can shecht for her alone. For a Pesach Sheni, she could bring a Pesach Sheni, but she has to be part of a group of men. Rabbi Huda is the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi argues and he says, Isha, if it's a Pesach Sheni, you're allowed to shecht for her alone. And certainly for a Pesach Rishon, you're allowed to shecht for her alone. Okay? So Rabbi Huda says, you can shecht for her alone for a Pesach Rishon. Not a Sheni. Rabbi Shimon, uh, Rabbi Yaisi says that both Rishon and Sheni, you could shecht for her alone. Shimon, I'm Rabbi Shimon says, Isha, for Rishon, on the first one, that's where she has to be part of a group with men. And a woman does not have Pesach Sheni at all. Okay, you hear this? Three-way machlaikas. Three Machlekes, covering all possibilities. Again, we have Rabbi Yehuda telling us that for a Pesach Rishon, you could shecht for a woman, Pesach Sheni, she has to be included with others. We have Rabbi Yaisi telling us that both Rishon and Sheni, you can shecht only for a woman. And we have Rabbi Shimon saying that by a Pesach Rishon, she, you cannot shecht for a woman, and a Pesach Sheni, she doesn't even have that mitzvah at all. But my Kamifugi, what is this three-way Machlekes based upon? You got to shak the cover on Pesach according to the amount of people that are possible to eat it, and that includes even women. If you're going to say, even a cover on Pesach Sheni as well, it says, uh, it says in the Pesach, a person's going to carry this. Uh, this particular Avera, all right? Um, and this is referring to the Pesach Sheni, when a person, uh, when a person uh, uh, lost out on the mitzvah. So, I lost the place, I'm sorry. Chata Yisra Ishahu. Ish in, which means, uh, Ishahu, this man, uh, 
is going to have an Avera for not having a Pesach Sheni if he doesn't follow through. But Ishalai, it's not an Avera for a woman not to be part of it. And you see from here that a woman is not Mechoyim in Pesach Sheni. There's not going to be any prohibition if she misses out on it. And therefore, she's not even ob- obligated to be part of it in the first place. So you shouldn't even be able to, she shouldn't even be able to be included. This would be the same as all of the mitzvahs of Karban Pesach, which would tell us that she could be Tfeila Ba'alma, that uh, she could be tuffled to a group of men. So even though there's no ultimate larger chiyav of her, there's no avera. If she doesn't partake of it, but uh, but uh, this would be the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who says that uh, she can be tuffle. She can be a secondary participant to a Pesach Sheni. Rabbi Yaisi, my timer. What is the svara for Rabbi Yaisi? Again, Rabbi Yaisi's opinion was that a woman can be shechted for both a Rishon and a Sheni. The Chsib Rishon, it says by the carbon Rishon, According to how many people? A few isha, includes a woman. Right, a nefesh is anybody alive, so including a woman. Obviously, a yid. Nefesh, if you you see women are included. What are you going to do with the word ish that Rebuter brought down? What does it mention a man if a woman's also going to be obligated? A man and not a katan. If a kid who's under the age of our mitzvah doesn't partake of the of the carbon pesach, there's not going to be a chiyuv card. Again, Rabbi Yehuda held that it was that it was referring to men to exclude women. Rabbi Yehuda says no, the word ish is excluding men to exclude a katan. The Reb Shimon, and according to Reb Shimon, this is the third opinion, who said that a woman could be tuffle for the carbon risha and then there's no chiyuv pesach sheni at all. Except risha, it says by the pesach risha ish, ish in ishalai. It says, Ish. So you see, a woman is not to be shechted for, strictly for Pesach Sheni. If it's only referring to men, and women have no achiev at all. So, why is she, could even be tofel? Men particularly have the achiev, but any nefesh is really allowed to eat of the carbon Pesach. So why don't we say the same thing on Pesach Sheni? He has a different passage that says the Torah, the Torah excludes a woman from Pesach Sheni. refers to a man and not a woman. So what is it coming to exclude the woman from? If it's coming to exclude a woman from she's already excluded from the Chiyav on a Pesach Sheni. He got excluded from a Pesach Sheni. Ella lav mitvela rather is coming to exclude her, even from being secondary of for the uh, for the pesach sheni. Therefore, again, what's Reb Shimon's what's Reb Shimon's what's Reb Shimon's psak? Shimon's going to say that by a pesach rishon she's tafel, and by a pesach sheni she's not included at all. Okay, says the Gemara. Umay ish the ka'ama Rabbi Shimon. So, what is this that the pasuk says ish? A man, which Rav Shimon darshins to mean that a woman is not chayav even in a Pesach Rishon because the word ish excludes a woman from her chiyuv. If it's coming to teach me, ish that the ish that he's using is from this Pesach and Parsha's bow of that each man should take a sheep. That word ish 
is not coming to exclude women. That's coming for the purpose of Rabbi Yitzchak's drasha. What's Rabbi Yitzchak's drasha? The Amar Rabbi Yitzchak says, Ish zaycha ve'en katan zaycha. Rabbi Yitzchak says, you know why? He says a man should take it for the cell, should take the sheep, the base of it, to let us know that a man has to be a shliach on behalf of everybody else, but a katan cannot. So that word ish, that Rabbi Shimon's using to tell me, oh, only a man's obligated in a carbon Pesach and a woman's not. No, you can't use that ish. That ish was coming to exclude a katan from being a, a, a representative for everybody else. The Ella. So which other ish is Rabbi Shimon using to exclude women? The Ella, my ish Maybe it means, oh, maybe the Pesach says, you know, it says, each man according to how much they eat. That's how many you should include in the counting, right? Depending on how much they eat, so that's how many people should be in the carbon. Says a man, and it's coming to exclude a woman. That also doesn't uh, do- doesn't uh, hold water. Why not? Because ha mid Rabbi Yaisi serve like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yaisi holds like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon nami serve like Rabbi Yaisi. We're going to assume that Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yaisi follow the same opinion. Bahumi Boile and Rabbi Yaisi uses this pasuk. Again, we're trying to understand Shitas Rabbi Shimon. And we're also assuming that Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Shimon are consistent with each other on the word ke'echad that we said earlier. Right? Be'achad. I'm sorry, the word be'achad. Right? They should eat it uh, as one. So if that's true, so we need that. Bahumi Boile, the Shachanazah That word ish is that is the word that's coming to tell us. That you're permitted to shech the carbon pesach for one person, and now that word ish is no longer available to exclude women from carbon pesach. So let's halt cup here. This is actually this is quite simple. This is very straightforward. Rib Shimon holds women have no chiyuv in a carbon pesach. Why? Because it says ish. What we're doing now is just finding every time it says ish by the pesach. And looking at Rib Shimon and say, oh, this ish? That's not coming to exclude women. That's coming to exclude a katan from being a representative for others. Oh, that ish is coming to exclude a woman? That doesn't make sense either. Because that ish is telling us you're allowed to shecht for one ish. It's not coming to exclude women. We're going through the ishes and saying to Rib Shimon, which ish are you using to exclude women? Because that ain't what they're coming to teach me. Amar Lach. Rabbi Shimon's going to say, no, wrong. Because Imkain, if Ishlifi Achle is coming to tell me you're allowed to shecht for one person, Nikhtar Rahman Lafi Achle, you just had to say Lafi Achle, that's, that's singular. According to, it would say, shecht according to his eating, and I'll know you can shecht for one person. Why do you got to say Ish? My Ish, Shmami Natarti, you learn from here two things. First of all, that you're allowed to shecht for one man, and you learn to exclude women as well. Lafi achloi is singular. That would have told me you could sell, you, you could shecht singular. For what? Now that it says ish, that ish is not coming to exclude women. Kaman Who's the following teaching of Lazar coming, following? He says, Isha, Barisha, and Chayva. We had three opinions. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, and Rabbi Shimon, right? About a woman's obligation. Let's read a statement. Rabbi Lazar says, Isha, a woman, Barisha and Chayva, on Pesach Rishain is obligated. 
Ubasheni Rishos, for a Pesach Sheni, it's a choice. Vidaicha Esa Shabbos. And it is also Daicha Shabbos. It also pushes aside, it overrides Shabbos. Okay? Um, even though she's only Rishos for a Pesach Sheni, still the carbon will be Daicha Shabbos. The Gemara says, if a woman is not really obligated in Pesach Sheni, so why, if Pesach Sheni falls out on Shabbos, would she be allowed to bring her carbon? Allah rather say, Besheni Rishos. You're right. The second one's a Rishos, and that's not Deich Shabbos. The first one is obligation, it is Deich Shabbos. Come on, who's that following? That is Karib Yehuda. That is following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was the, was the opinion that held that a woman is chayev in a, uh, in a Pesach Rishon. Period. Omar Rabbi Yaakov, Omar Rabbi Yechanon. Last statement before the two dots. Rabbi Yaakov says, Name Rabbi Yechanon, Very interesting Gemara. You're not allowed to make a Korban Pesach of Gerim. Converts. You know why? Sometimes, well, let's read this. Says the Gemara, Shama yidaktiku boy v'yaviyu v'yadepsil. What's going on here? What's going on here? So, trying to figure out how to articulate this. We'll say it like this. I'll give you an example that just happened this morning. Somebody comes over to me in shul today. We read Parsha Zachar. Okay? Parsha Zachar is a mitzvah deraiser to hear. So we took out two Sifrei Torah. From the first Sefer Torah, we read the Parsha, Parsha Shuma. The second Torah, we read Zachar from Kisaitz. Somebody was bothered why I allowed a, sm- a specific Torah. We have a small Torah, 12 inches, that I purposely bought for Shul for a number of reasons. First of all, the main reason why I bought it for Shul is, is to make it easier for people to hold. But, um, you know, especially when people are elderly, they should have the opportunity to hold a Sefer Torah on Simchas Torah uh, without any concerns of it being too heavy for them and dropping it. And also, it's, it's, it's uh, possible, you know, it's more portable if it ever has to be sent to a, a base of a, okay? It's a little bit harder to read, and it doesn't have all the, the Hidurim either of some of our other Sefer Torah. Rebbe Yashiv has a tshuva, that even if a shul has different Sifrei Torah, some more Mahudr and less Mahudr, you have to make sure to include the less Hidr, the less beautiful ones, as long as they're kosher, obviously, in the cycle of usage. Somebody was bothered why uh, this Torah that, uh, that we use for Zachar was not the most beautiful Mahudr Torah. If, they, if we're dealing with a Kriya Dairaisa. Okay? So I told them, don't worry. That was my answer. Don't worry. It's fine. You know? It's fine. Uh, in the moment when they come over to me right before Mopti, what, what, what are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing? Fine. Don't just chill. Sorry. That, that, that's what we decided. You know what I mean? 
But there's something very deep here. And that is, you can't, halacha is not always a snapshot. There's a much larger picture to decisions and how to view things. And sometimes that needs years and decades of experience in how to handle and deal with situations. It's very easy, it's very easy to get nitpicky and become overly machmir on things if you're not familiar with how the halacha integrates into daily life. I hope I'm articulating this well. This is what the Gemara is saying about a group made up primarily of gerim. It's not a knock on converts, God forbid, no way. But this, this is the reality that sometimes when people join later on in life, they may not understand the subtleties and the culture of when to apply particular chumras, particular stringencies. And what ultimately can happen is because they want to be machmir on something, they'll end up passling the whole karma. And it takes it, it, it takes uh, it, it takes experience with it, and therefore, says the Gemara, a person should not make a group. Says Rabbi Yaakov, you shouldn't make a group strictly of converts, because you may run into this issue of they they may not have clarity on what's a chumra, what's a halacha, what's a minug, and how exactly to uh, how and when to apply each one, and hence they may come to pasal up uh, a kosher carbon pesach. Okay. Last part of today's daf. Here we go. When you have Pesach Matzamar, Barishan Chayva, on the first night of Pesach, there's a Chiyavti, Pesach Matzamar, Mikam Be'elach Rishos. After the first night of Pesach, it's a Rishos. Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Shimon says, Banashim Chayva, for men it's a Chiyav, Ubenashim Rishos. But Ubenashim for women, it is not an obligation. Okay, now what is this referring to? The first night, the rest of Pesach, what's going on? A high cut. What's he referring to? He's talking about the Korban Pesach. At the Korban Pesach on the first night of Shvim Pesach Matzimor, right? So, Ilimah Pesach, Pesach Oshivim Yikov. You don't eat the Korban Pesach after the first night. So, what do you mean? Oh, uh, Pesach with Matzimor on the first night, Chiyuv, the rest of Yom Tif for Shush. You're not eating uh, Matzimor on the rest of Yom Tif. So, what are you talking about? Vela Matzimor. So, you're going to say, oh, Matzimor are referring to the rest of Yom Tif. Famous Saver of Shimon Aimer. Banoshim Chayva, Banoshim Rishush. Men are obligated, women have Rishush. What are you talking about? Men are not obligated to rest the Yamta Vikit, they believe the Rashim Hadam Rebel Lazar, Noshayev Bikilas Matzivar Taira, the women are Chayev Midaraisa to eat matzah. Shinamar says, Lai Saikal of Khamas, Shivas Yom Degla Matzas, you're not allowed to have Khamas in your domain. Rather, you gotta eat matzah, which includes even women. Kosh Yeshibal Taika Khamas, Yeshibukumaza, anybody who's not allowed to eat Khamats on Pesach, including women, is also obligated to eat matzah. Bahani Noshim. So these women, so why would we say that the first night of Pesach, they're only, uh, it's, it's a choice. It shouldn't be a choice. It should be an absolute chiv. The same way they're obligated to not eat chametz, they should, yes, be obligated to eat matzah. Ela'ema, rather say, Pshan and Bryce is as follows. Pesach matzah umar. To eat the Pesach, with matzah and mar, barisha and chayva. 
on the first night of Pesach is a chiyuv for everybody. Mikan ve'eloch rishus. After, because there's no carbon Pesach, and we're only left with matzah mar, so then the matzah mar, if you want, you could eat it. Very nice. Shimon says Pesach ba'anoshim chayva b'noshim rishus. Even the carbon Pesach, the first night, and remember this is. Rabbi Shimon's opinion earlier as well. Remember, we said, what are women obligated? And we have a three-way machlokas. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon was the third opinion who said that the first Pesach for a woman is a choice, is an option, and the second Pesach, she's not included in at all. So Rabbi Shimon's consistent with that, and he says, even a carbon Pesach, b'noshim rishos, on the first night at the Pesach Seder, also is a, uh, is a choice for her, and she's not even chayiv on the first night. And we will hold it here. Bez Hashem, pick up tomorrow morning.